0: You're tuned in to the Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconato.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome, Remnant Warriors. Welcome, Gideon's 300, to the Danger Zone known as the remnant, it's actually not dangerous because we're probably the most protected people on the planet. We've got the God of heaven and earth on our side. Amen. I really believe that. Uh, but you know what? Uh, we are in a crazy time and we need to be careful. We need to be wise. We need to be watchmen on the wall. We need to have discernment and wisdom, be prayed up. I don't think this is a time where people should be messing around. Uh, in my own life, I've had to clean up um, I mean, I really have to walk completely circumspect in this hour, and that doesn't mean I'm, you know, I'm perfect. I'm not. But what I'm saying is, the accuser of the brethren, Satan, is certainly out to look for anybody that he can accuse who is standing to try to continue to push his agenda. Which is, uh, we're already seeing this happening before our eyes: globalization, the World Economic Forum, the plans of the elites. It's happening so fast that many people are overwhelmed. And many people feel as if we're defeated, but we're not defeated. We have to uh, look at the situation at hand with sobriety and as watchmen on on the wall, walking in the Issachar anointing. And we can't be fearful and we can't be afraid and we can't grow weary in doing good. But I believe if you're alive in this hour, it's because God knew that you would be somebody that would be willing to stand. And he knew that you would be made for a time as this because you are made for a time as this. And so his promises are still the same. Yes and amen, hope in a future. Uh, But we have to learn how to live in this reality. And I talked about a very difficult subject last week about hopium and the tickle ear syndrome that I think has infected the body of Christ. I'm not going to beat a dead horse on it. I'm not going to keep going on that. Look, I said what I had to say. Uh, Some people agreed, some people didn't, and that's okay. Uh, But what I always think is a smart move for anybody who's trying to solve a problem is first understanding the problem at hand. That is step one. You have to identify the problem, understand the problem, know there is a problem, because if you don't even admit that there is a problem, how are you going to fix it, right? I mean, unless you're just extremely lucky and you just happen to um, miraculously do it without even trying, which sometimes I guess is possible. Uh, Of course, the God of heaven and earth is on our side, like I said, A lot of people say, well, he's in control, so we don't have to do anything. I don't agree with that. He is in control, but God responds to the prayers of the righteous. Uh, Faith without works is dead. Um, He says, study yourself to be approved. Uh, there's, There's many different things that the Lord wants us to do. Without faith, it's impossible to please God, occupy until he comes. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. I can go on and on. So I do think that we are a people of action, that we have to take our positions and stand, like the children of Israel in 2 Chronicles 20. And so how do we do this as believers in this modern era? How, we, how do we do this where we're not going to get depressed? We're not going to feel that overwhelming anxiety and uh, oppression that so many are dealing with. How can we overcome this? Well, I'm going to play some clips of what happened uh, just this week at this uh, globalist event, which you may have heard of. I think it was like COP 22 or something in Egypt um, you got to hear what these people are talking about and what they're trying to plan right right under our noses. Because if you hear this, it's, it's very sobering. So I'm going to play a clip here uh, from GBN News, and it's about three minutes long. Why don't you listen to this?
2: raining against the world health organization's plot when it comes to vaccine passports and we were promised weren't we this is just for the pandemic it's only temporary don't worry we're going to give you back your rights to travel. (laughs) lies more lies from the world health organization
3: lies lies. and and this is what i'm saying it's a slippery slope you know you told it it's nothing at first and then bit by bit they expand it until boom it's compulsory and and this is the problem not even getting into the fact that we still don't know How effective or even how harmful uh, the mRNA COVID vaccines have been. Uh, There are several investigations ongoing now. Pfizer themselves have even announced that they're looking into um, some of the adverse effects when it comes to heart Mm. issues in young people. So why would you then seek to mandate this sort of thing in this weird health passport and, and base it on someone's ability to travel? And look, people might say, you know, we've always had this because of course for some countries you have have to have vaccines. But the, the fact is, this will be far more centralised and far more easy um, in terms of dictating where people can and can't go. And, and that's the fear. And indeed, we didn't vote for any of this. We didn't vote for car swab. We didn't vote for these um, organisations to have such power over our lives. And, and that's a real problem.
2: Amy Nicole, what's happened to the freedom to travel, to bodily autonomy. Do you sign up to this madness?
3: I mean, I think you're jumping ahead a little bit because this is in the case of another pandemic, which could be any time in the next 400 years. It's not going to be tomorrow. And also one of the things I know you rallied against during the last pandemic.
1: I can't even listen to people like her because it just drives me nuts. But I think you get the gist of what they're talking about. They're talking about these vaccine passports which uh, they just talked about, unbelievable. Uh, Let me play you another clip right now.
2: You ever look around you and just look at the world and feel like, kind of like we're in the matrix, like there's something missing. Do you think that's like the government making those decisions? Mm -hmm. Way above them. Like that's what I mean, like who do you think is they? There are people who've been in charge of the world for quite a long time. And people at the bottom just don't seem to get it. They don't seem to wake up and they don't seem to wake up because the people in charge try very hard to keep them asleep. You're constantly distracted by everything. You are done. You are now full slave mode, and that's all they want. It's, it's always been the same playbook. It's absolutely incredible that people are not awake enough to see what can happen. I struggle to sleep at night. Slaves. This is what, this is a, slavery's not gone anywhere, right? So the old school idea of slavery, let's talk about slavery. A government would get slaves, make them work for free and build things. That's slavery. So they've stopped doing that now. So what do they do now? They get people, make them build things for money, but the government print all the money. So if a government can create as much as they want of something from thin air and you'll give up your life for this thing they can create from thin air as much as they want, you are still their slave. That's it. You used to be a slave and you'd work all day and at the end you got food in the house. Now, you work all day, you get money, and you spend all your money on a food and a house. Like, like, slavery is still here, my friends. Nothing's changed, right? Nothing's changed, and what they want is they want slaves. They want slaves who are gonna comply and pay their taxes. And whatever kind of indoctrination or societal programming they can instill inside of people to keep them doing that, they're going to do. Anything it takes to stop people waking up and realizing, whoa, I'm paying how much tax? What? They're they're, they're helping me how much? If you actually wake up and look around you, you realize you're being destroyed in real time. The the idea that government cares about them is a lie. The government is never gonna tell you anything that's gonna wake you up. The government's gonna teach you things that are gonna make you subservient and compliant. They're gonna tell you all this crap about identifying as a panda and all this other non-accident, when they can convince the average person on the street to pretend that some other person is a panda because they said so, you are fully in the slave mindset. Every single one of us, to some degree, is an empty vessel. We're all programmed. There's no such thing as escaping the slave mind. You must just, to some degree, understand who is programming you and understand if you really want those characteristics. Most people are repeating, And I'm saying, where did you get that opinion from? They can't remember where they got it from. They don't know who even told them. They don't know why they so fervently believe in it. They're just told, they're programmed. You need to genuinely analyze your brain, defrag every single opinion you strongly have and identify where it came from and if that person has your best interests at heart. And what they're trying to do, especially with young men, is program them. Because we're all empty vessels. And what you have to do as an adult, as a parent, is to program your child stronger than all of society. It's not an easy job because all of society from the YouTube videos to the TV shows, to the school, every single thing is trying to program
1: them in one direction. You have to combat that. And that's not an easy job. Not an easy job. Indeed. Uh, If you want to listen to more of that video, there's a guy named Andrew Tate that put that out. Uh, It does have some cuss words in there that we had to edit out. But I think in general, what he's saying is true. Um, You know, and I think that this is the reality that we have to understand. So there's a world that's controlled by the demonic forces, ultimately the devil. Um, and so people say God is in control. Well, yes, he's in heaven. He sits on the throne of glory. All things heaven and earth are, you know, obviously bow down to him. He is the one who created it all. Is the creator of all things, the alpha, and the omega, the beginning, and the end. All authority in heaven and earth is given to him. But he is allowed in this fallen world, Lucifer, to be the prince of the power of air, which is basically causing... Uh, all the sin and unrighteousness and the rise in the spirit of Antichrist in this hour, which we're feeling because the hour is getting later. And so as the hour is getting later, this is what we're feeling as remnant believers, as, as people who believe in Jesus. We are sensing, we're discerning that the evil is advancing, that there's a, there's more evil now than there was when we were kids. And we're seeing this steadily increase as persecution increases, as people are saying, You know, if you're a Christian, basically you're full of hate, you're a hate monger. You know, uh, love is love instead of God's agape love. They're pushing a a false love, a love that is distorted, just like everything else that the devil pushes. And so these are the pressures that we're feeling. So we're going to analyze this a little bit more on the broadcast today and just kind of talk through what they're trying to accomplish and then how we push back against that and we don't lose our mind in doing so That instead we, we stand And we go deeper steadily in our faith While this evil agenda is being pushed forth So it's not an easy task But it is possible And this is what God is requiring us In this hour to do Is, is really to die to our flesh daily So uh, we will be back This is the Todd Coconado Show Todd.org for more information Pastortod.org. We'll right back All right, welcome back. This is the Todd Coconado broadcast, The Remnant. And uh, boy, you know, these are things we just got to talk about, right? You're not going to hear this many places. I look for people that are talking about these things, I, and there's not a lot of them. I know you probably know what I'm talking about. There's not a lot of people talking about this stuff. And even those that are, are they are they really offering an alternative of what we can do? Uh, one of the things you'll see in the, in the broadcast soon is, I have a gentleman that's doing a remarkable teaching program for young people. His name is Ben, and he's just doing an amazing work for kids. And we're going to present his program, uh, which is an app and just an awesome Bible teaching for kids to, you know, get in instead of like going on YouTube. And, you know, my daughter, she was on YouTube one day and I walked away for a few minutes. I came back and there was a commercial with a transgender and this was in the kids videos. So it's you got to be watching like a hawk. Uh, everything that the kids are looking at, uh, it's on the you know Nickelodeon, it's on Disney, and so we as as believers, as parents, we have to take the advice of that man, uh, Mr. Tate, and and really counter the culture, and do it in such a way that we're effective and we're equipping them so that our voice is louder than the voices coming from the demonic, coming from the the world. They're 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 propagandizing kids in school. Many people have opted out of school. They're now homeschooling their kids. Some parents are not able to do that because you work two jobs and different things and you're busy and I get it. Trust me, I do. Uh, But if you are sending your kids to school, even a Christian school, and I think the Christian schools are better, but even a Christian school, there is a, an element of indoctrination uh, where they're now saying these things are societal norms. You're seeing a lot of the Christian church, a lot of the quote unquote Christian church, which is now breaking into different segments uh, you see the Methodists and the Presbyterians and other denominations where they're basically encompassing themselves. They're 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 swimming in the wokeness. They're 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 letting it in the culture, and this is becoming more and more apparent and more and more egregious to to me and to you, uh, to those of us that that adhere to the principles of the Word of God in its entirety, and we believe that the gospel and the and the message of the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's not changing. And so we're not trying to adapt to culture. We're not trying to become, you know, relevant to culture. Uh, we're supposed to be the head, not the tail. Culture is supposed to be downstream of the church, not the church looking like the culture. And that's a lot about what we talked about last week. But, but that to say, this is all happening. So parents have to have a louder voice. We've got to push back. Uh, in our home, we have control. We have to be true Christians. We can't, our kids are watching us. If we're sitting here screaming at our spouse If we're looking at pornography, if we're watching movies that are R-rated or even worse in front of the kids, or even when they're asleep and bringing it into the household, if we're allowing sin and unrighteousness in our lives and in our homes, then we have to deal with the consequence of that. And this is why it's harder, I believe, for a Christian today than it was 30 years ago, because now we have so much pressure coming from so many different directions. And there's also been an easing up, if you will, of, of the, um, you know, the ramifications of what it means to be a Christian. In other words, you know, uh, now a lot of more things are accepted in Christian culture that are really uh, are questionable. Uh, should we really be allowing that? I, I hear a lot of Christians cussing. I hear a lot of Christians, you know, doing things that, you know, 20 years ago would have been pretty out there for a Christian to do. And now it's almost accepted, like sleeping be- with your spouse before marriage, you know, uh, with your partner, I guess it would be. They're not your spouse yet. These are things that barely are even talked about in the church anymore. And uh, yet it's in the Word of God, and it's, it's considered a sin. Now, does that stop you from going to heaven? Well, not if you repent, and obviously, you know, if you've given your heart to the Lord. I mean, we're, we're all sinners in need of a Savior. Uh, all of us have made these mistakes, but what I'm saying is now these things are accepted as the norm in the church, if that makes sense, where they were frowned upon, or at least uh, sin was confronted years ago, where sin is not being confronted in most churches and a lot of the young pastors don't want to confront sin. They don't want it. I've, I've talked to them. They don't want to confront sin because they don't want to deal with uh, the pressure and the pushback and people possibly leaving or maybe not tithing to them anymore. I'll tell you right now, if I, if I preach a real happy message, uh, the tithes are going to be better. If, if I don't talk about sin and I'm just like sitting here encouraging people, motivating people, you're gonna you're gonna probably get a better tithe. I'm just gonna be real with you, but see, the, I have to answer to God, and so we've had to deal with this because you know I'm not gonna sit here and look at numbers and and not preach something because of that. No, I have to answer to God. I have to, and and I believe the Lord gives me favor and blessing because of that. But every day we've got to be making decisions based upon is this gonna be something that edifies my family? It edifies the body, helps the body, or am I am I a source of division? Am I a source of contention? Am I a source of uh, opening a door to sin into my home, into my marriage, into my kids. We got to think about these things because we have to deal with this. The Bible says the wages of sin are death. And um, it doesn't mean that we're not, you know, our life is better in Christ. It's not worse because we have the answers. We have the solutions. We have the tools. We have the power source. So we really have everything on our side that's good. But the problem is we, we're we in a sinful world and it's a fallen world. And so these things are, are pretty, pretty out there. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to put together a one world global government. That's, that's where we're at right now. Um, in the near future, I would not be surprised if they started talking about rebuilding the temple. This is already in the works. Uh, we, we heard about the heifers recently. Uh, you can look into that story. Quite interesting. Um, you know, the Euphrates is dried up. That's biblical prophecy. Uh, Of course, Israel becoming a nation was biblical prophecy. We're seeing things that are happening very fast. And I I don't believe we're in the tribulation yet, although many people have tried to convince me of this. I believe we're in the birth pangs, but I think that it's getting very late. And I don't think this is a time that any Christian should be half-stepping or allowing compromise into your walk. I just don't. I think this is a time where we go deeper. And as, so how do I do it? So I'm able to deal with the pressure. And I have to tell you, the pressure gets pretty substantial, but I'm able to deal with it when I go into prayer and I get on my knees and I put on worship and I start getting into the word of God and I start asking the Lord questions and asking the Holy Spirit to give me answers on certain things. And it's actually remarkable at this point in my walk, how quick I get some of the answers and how good they are, because these are answers that I normally would not have. I would not be able to come up with them. I'm inquiring of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit also chastises me and tells me when I'm doing something wrong. I feel a great conviction over me, um, and I'm sharing this with you to try to help all of us, you know, because how do, we, how do we deal with all this, right? We have to allow the Holy Spirit to convict us. We have to allow that conviction of sin, and we have to walk in a way that we, we open, we're open for that. In other words, like, Lord, if I'm doing something that doesn't please you, let me know. And the Lord will send you an unction in your spirit. He will send you an understanding of this. This is wrong. You shouldn't do this. You'll have a check in your spirit. You'll have something which is showing you, yeah, you know, it's that icky feeling like something's not right here. And, And listen to that feeling, friend. Listen, when you have that feeling, listen. The Bible says, test the spirits. What God is saying in testing the spirits is that we have to understand that we're in a minefield and we're navigating it. And so, allow the Holy Spirit to give you that unction. You have to be open for that. You have to say, Holy Spirit, I want, I want you to to show me where I'm wrong, to to guide me, to direct my path, and He will do that in such a loving and remarkable way. And that's what's so amazing about God is that's what He does in such a remarkable way. So, in the next segment, I'm going to talk about the greater plan, what I think they're trying to do, and where we're going from here. And then we're going to get in the in the final segment and once again how we can. Uh, not only survive but thrive and uh, so you're listening to the Todd Coconato show my name is Pastor Todd you can go to our website pastor pastor Todd.org, and you'll find a bunch of information on there all of our social media and please uh, follow us on those social media pages we put a lot of stuff up during the week we'll be right back we make a miracle on the mountains I will bow my life to the one who sent
2: me
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome
1: back. We'll Pastor Todd here. Thank you for having this conversation with me. All right, so people say, Pastor Todd, what do you think is what were they actually trying to do? What are they trying to do? Right? Well, I think they're trying to depopulate. You know, a lot of this stuff they put out there. They put out there. And and so, you know, if you read those Georgia guidestones that came down, you know, one of the one of the goals of what is this COP 2022? You know, this meeting of climate change in, in Egypt and the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, um, you know, the left here in America, people like Joe Biden and his handlers, Obama. What are these people trying to do? You know, so I think Dinesh D'Souza did a great job in, in really putting out those documentaries. If you've never watched them, you really should. Uh, learn about the rules for radicals. You know, learn about all the way back to um, what they've been trying to accomplish in the world order. Uh, for many, many years here. And so we're in this transitional period where it, it appears, and and the World Economic Forum actually put out a commercial about this a while ago, where they said that, you know, we would own nothing and we would love it. And they also said America would have a diminished role in the world. And they showed, uh, uh, you know, a conglomerate, uh, you know, like, uh, like in other words, a bunch of nations together uh, that would have the power, like the Western, you know, the allies basically would all kind of come together and instead of America being the superpower, and of course, uh, they didn't talk about China, but China, of course, is the elephant in the room, or you know the panda in the room, or whatever you want to call China, the big red you know, communist country that is uh, amassing troops and wealth and gold and silver and trying to outmaneuver out the United States and eventually um, become the global reserve currency, which is a very, very real possibility. Now I know that they've talked about a basket of currencies and going that direction. And of course, now there's all the talk about the digital currencies, but it appears that they're moving forward with a new transitional plan that what we've known for most of our life is going to be changing. That's what, for my analysis, it looks like we're in a transitional period. The U S is, 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 is um, purposely being diminished. Okay. And, and we can see this with what Joe Biden is doing. We can see this with what, um, the left in America and, and even the uniparty people on the right, you know what they're doing. They don't want the U.S. to be energy independent. They don't want us to tap the strate- you know, the oil reserves. They, instead, they're they're tapping the strategic oil reserves, which that you know is diminishing our ability. S- should there be a world war, we don't have that emergency fuel. Uh, but what I'm saying is, they don't want to. They don't want to drill in Anwar. They don't. They don't want to have the uh, Keystone XL pipeline. They, they're trying to basically. They're using U.S. dollars abroad. And and spending it with uh, our enemies and with OPEC nations and with eventually even gets back to Russia, who's a big oil producer, and and now uh, China is going around the U.S. dollar; they're going around the petrodollar. So we see a big destabilization. I talk about this often. So it, it appears to me that there's a there's a change in the world order. Now they've been talking about this new world order for a long time, and with with COVID, which many call the pandemic, it seems like they use that as a vehicle to advance their next stage. And so what it did was it put a lot of strain on the current economic order. Uh, many countries went into debt. They printed a bunch of money. Now now we're seeing a bunch of inflation. Uh, they also used it like 9-11, where they used the Patriot Act to take away a lot of freedoms and rights. Now, uh, with COVID, there's been a lot more rights taken away, a lot more things that now have been predictably programmed into our mind in our zeitgeist, if you will, or in our mind. And so now we're used to lockdowns and masks and you know, having our movement be, uh, you know, monitored. And uh, as Yovarno Harari says, you know, people put you know, tracking devices under their skin. I mean, you know, this is the first time they let them go under the skin, you know. I mean, what are you talking about, Yovarno Harari? I mean, this guy's scary. And we've done a lot of uh, broadcasting on him with Clay Clark and, and some of the other programs that we've done. But but you put this all together, and so it appears that, that at some point in the near future, there's going to be a digital currency. They're going to be able to shut down our ability to buy and sell, which, by the way, is exactly what the Bible talks about as the mark of the beast. So this is why there's an urgency in a lot of Christians. Now, some Christians don't see this at all, and they have their heads buried, and they just think nothing's going on, everything's normal. It's like 1989. But to those of us that are spiritually astute, and we've kind of noticed these things happening, and we're researchers— and we're looking into all these matters, and we're like, wow, this is all happening very fast. I mean, you got everything kind of coming together at once. So where are we on the timeline? Well, I would say it's pretty darn late, and people say, well, do you have hope, Pastor Todd? Of course, but what I'm, what I'm saying at this point is I do think it'll be, as I've said all along, the best of times and the worst of times at the same time, meaning We will see a great move of God. We'll see miracles, signs and wonders. We'll see the the underground church really rising up, the remnant. And and that's what we've seen. We'll see a separation of the wheat from the tares. If you're going to be part of that group, you're going to have to be really strong. And you're going to have to train your mind, your body, and your spirit. It's almost like being trained for special forces. And so in the time that we're in right now, this is what I think this is. Is this is a time where God is allowing those that have ears to hear and eyes to see, that are part of this remnant, that have the unction of the Holy Spirit, that walk in this car anointing, talk about all these things a lot like a broken record. But if you're that group who's listening probably to this show and, and others like it, we have to get really strong in this time. We can't be we can't be easily deterred or swayed or depressed. So God is allowing this particular time in history right now for us to go deeper in our walk and to learn how to be able to endure. Now, I, I, I've been looking at that scripture recently, which says they overcome by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony. I think that's important. Most of us have a story and a testimony and we got to start sharing it. And, and we, we got to be bold about our faith, okay? We got to be bold about our faith, God is allowing us, he He wants us to make disciples. He wants us to be uh, a present force that's pushing back against the darkness. He wants us to be be, you know, noticeable. Like he wants the church, the church needs to be noticeable. Like we need to have a strong presence. You know, like those Antifa people and some of the people on the left, they're foot soldiers and the people, many of them are paid. But the church has to be, we have to be an occupying force. Now, do I mean violent? Absolutely not. They're going to try to brand us as violent. They're going to try to accuse us of a bunch of different things, Christian nationalists, conspiracy theorists. Uh, they're going to try to shut you down. That You know, they are going to probably deal with some censorship, possibly even worse as the, the hour gets later. So we are going to have to be a people of thick skin, thick skin. Another thing, and this is a very difficult position to be in the ministry right now and to share these things because not a lot of people want to hear this. Not a lot of people want to hear this. They want to hear the, the people that are saying everything's going to be great. You don't have to do anything. It's all going to turn around. That's a much better narrative. But is it true? Is it true? That's the question. I would love for that to be true. No one would be happier than me if that was true. But what I'm hearing from the Lord is best at times, worst at times at the same time. So yes, good things are going to happen. Do I think people are going to get exposed? Yes. Do I think people are going to go down? Some people that are out there for a long time, George Soros of the world, people like that. I do because what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. And so I believe the Lord is going to allow very, very, very embarrassing things for certain folks to come out because Satan doesn't care about you long-term. He just uses you for the short term. And then long-term, he lets your life be destroyed. He's not going to set you up for success. It's not like there's some great promise at the end of Satan's rainbow that he, that he counterfeited of God. I mean, ultimately he doesn't care. He wants you to die. So it may look good for a season, but it never ends up well for them. Notice that they never end well. Now in Christ, it's exact opposite. Sometimes it looks really hard for us and it looks like we're not winning or that our, our prayers aren't being answered. But here's the thing. The end is good. The end is good because God sees clearly to the end and he knows that what's been meant for for evil will be turned around for good. So the choice we have to make is a momentary where it seems like things are great. Think of like some of these Hollywood celebrities, you know, everything's so great. And then what happens to a lot of them? They die early. They get addicted to all these drugs. They get diseased. I mean, it doesn't end well. Do you notice that? Look at them. I mean, I've been in Hollywood. I know the deal. But for a while, it seems like they're on top of the world. So this is where our jealousy and our envy, and we look at them and we're like, man, Why does it seem so easy for them? And it's so hard for me. I can barely make my bills. I can barely make my rent. I've been praying for this for a while. I feel like God hasn't answered my prayer. And so to us, it seems like, God, you forgot about me. And here I am trying to serve you. And then we're looking at some of these other people who are in the world. And it looks so great. But see, here's the thing about it. Everything in God is upside down and inside out for the most part. And so it appears that they're winning. But in the end, what happens to them? Well, I've seen it over and over and over again for years as a pastor. It doesn't end well for these people. We kind of have to make a decision. You know, are we going to be cool? Are we going to be okay with, if it's a little bit tough for a while, are we going to have that thick skin and that stick to to know that this is the reality of the situation? We're in this spiritual battle. Demonic forces are, 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 are basically showcasing just about everything in this hour because the hour is late. You got every perversion, every lust of the flesh, uh, everything anti-God, everything taking God out of just about every single thing. If you're representing God, if you're standing for truth and righteousness, you're dealing with flack, you're dealing with persecution, you're dealing with people backstabbing you, you're dealing with spiritual warfare. And so, okay, this is the reality. Did I did I write the book? No. Did, 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 I'm just the messenger, don't shoot me. But there are ways that if we if we apply the good book and what it says to do, I believe that even if we're in captivity, even if things are continuing to go haywire and there's a lot of evil stuff that's continuing to advance, we are going to not only be okay, but we're going to thrive and prosper and see victories. But see, what we've been looking for is we've been looking for a victory uh, for the whole nation. We've been looking for a victory for the entirety of, of the people. And that might not be the case for a while, friends. And eventually we will see that, of course, when Christ returns. And we, we may have some, I think there's going to be just this amazing revival. And the Lord's told me one more round. So I believe the end is not yet. I think that America is not done, but I think it's going to get turbulent. I think we're going to see a big economic situation where eventually uh, there's going to be a major drop in the economy. I think they're going to continue to have these different types of events where eventually they're going to really push hard to take away the weapons at some point in America. And, um, that's going to be a defining moment, you know, but if they, if they keep, you know, allowing, and I'm not going to get too much into it, you know, all these different events and different things that happen to the point where eventually it's able to, there's going to be enough people in society that say, yes, just go ahead, take them away. We're tired of the, we're tired of the shootings. We're tired of it all. Just take them away. That's their goal because see, they're still worried that, you know, right now we could wage a pretty good war against them. So it has to get to a point where they, they're going to try to come take away the weapons. It has to, there has to be a point where they take away more religious liberty and freedom and freedom of speech because these, all these opposition voices out there that, you know, they're going after people financially, they're shutting down their bank accounts, they're shutting down their ability to to make money already. This is only going to advance, friends, unless something changes. And so you're allowed to hear this broadcast by the Lord so that you as a believer in Christ can say, okay, this is the remnant speaking right now. This is, this is what God is, is telling us is that we have to be a fortified people and we have to have thick skin and we can't just get so easily swayed. There's a lot of people that are super offended that are walking around super offended. We can't be easily offended. We've got to understand the reality. Like this is, we've got to be strong. And, and I don't know that a lot of people are at that place yet where we're really strong enough to, to really advance and to really, you know, sustain in this time. I think a lot of people are used to microwave Christianity and seeker friendlyism, And so this is a transitional period. And that's where we are. So we're going to talk more about this very important stuff and how we persevere and how we, we we maintain, and not only maintain, but thrive in the middle of the chaos, in the middle of the evil. And so pastortod.org, pastortod.org, uh, you can go on there and find out where we post on social media. At us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Telegram. We're posting on there all the time. Follow the Sunday service, and uh, we love you. We'll be right back. This is The Remnant.
0: And ladies gentlemen. Welcome to back Shadows to the Todd
1: Coconato Show, The Man. Remnant. What a conversation today. Have thick skin, standing. What does that actually look like? I mean, it's easy to say when you don't have anything going on. It's much harder to say when you're going through a court trial. It's much, much harder to say when your freedom is at stake. Think about the people in January 6th that, are, that are, don't have due process. They've been labeled domestic terrorists. I mean, they're, they're no better off than a lot of the people that have been in Guantanamo. Um, Think about Pastor Arthur Pulowski. you know, that had to stand. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown that was arrested during the pandemic uh, here in the United States. I mean, I can go on and on. You know, we have a lot of friends that have had serious persecution over the COVID era. Uh, Doctors, lawyers, people that have lost their ability to practice. Uh, New York Police Department people that were just weeks away from getting their pension, that were let go. And had to deal with all different types of court cases to even get, you know, any financial aid that they would have had, you know, if they would have stayed and just got the job. I mean, I can just go on and on. Nurses, I mean, just so many people, teachers, that over the last couple of years, it's been a complete mess. I mean, for lack of a better word, it's, it's just been a disaster. And, and yet holding on to your faith in the middle of it, when, when you look, you know, it's easy to have faith and to sing the worship songs and to be all excited when everything's going good or smooth. You got a job you don't have to worry about finances there's no big health situation in your family or with your loved ones your marriage is okay you know different things like that you know that that's easy what's difficult is when you're going through the refiner's fire and still looking up and saying god i trust you god i know you're still on the throne god i still believe that you're with me i believe your word and you stand on that promise but see Many of you understand this because you've had those, those you know, mountaintop experiences and then the valley experience. I'm talking about the valley experiences. You know, sometimes life is just so great. You're on the mountaintop. Everything's great. Other times you're in that valley moment and you're just like, man, this is a test. Well, it, where we're headed, it seems, is that we're, we're going to be in a test period probably for the long term. I mean, it's, it's going to feel like, you know, it's, it, this, this is that excruciating um feeling that many of you are dealing with and that's why i get the letters now you know i have to offer the hope there's a lot of hope what's happened after the fast that i did several weeks back though is is that the lord started showing me like pastor tom make sure though that you're you're speaking both sides not just a bunch of hope you've got to prepare saints to to, to what's actually going to be coming because it's not going to be super easy but they can thrive and they can prosper. You know, in 2008, during the housing crisis, when everything was going haywire, many people were losing everything. um, The Lord sustained us in the ministry. He did it through faith and through us just pressing ahead and not letting the times get to our head and just knowing that we are in the world, but we're not of the world. That's kind of what I'm talking about is, you know, the news cycle is going to get nuts. I mean, it's just going to be going they're going to keep coming out with their latest thing. You know, in the next couple minutes I want to play a little bit about uh, Stu Peters came out with a broadcast uh, on his Rumble channel, which is a docu film, and it was called um, it was called uh, su- Died Suddenly. Died Suddenly. And I I interviewed the um you know, you can go to my Rumble channel Todd Coconato, my Rumble channel. Just put in the search bar Todd Coconato. And, and you can see uh, we interviewed the directors of that film and I'm just gonna play you a quick clip of it uh, so you can go to that interview on my Rumble channel um, and then I would highly encourage you to watch the Stu Peters film because it is mind-blowing of, of the information that they were able to cover uh, so this was the uh, the clip from die suddenly directors um, interview um, and 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 oh we have the facts and the statistics on our side all you got to do is look at them but the problem is they don't even let you do that so here you are presenting this amazing film that's going to be launching today why would you guys uh, want why should people watch this why should a, a christian who maybe isn't so much involved in alternative media why should they watch this film yeah i was messaging with uh, one of the cast members of the film dr jim thorpe real real man of god and I admire him a lot. And I expressed to him my uh, the burden that this film is on my heart. Of um, I know that it is going to hurt the hearts emotionally of a lot of people, whether it's because they themselves took the vaccine or a loved one did, and they'll grieve. Right? Yeah. This is go- this is going to cause grief. And I said, this is hard for me. What's worse, telling the world or not telling the world? He said, no hesitation. You absolutely have to tell people what's happening. And I I, want
0: justice. In addition,
1: there's justice as well, but they also need to be an informed populace.
0: Yeah, and that will provide justice. I I believe we need to live within this world having justice. Like these people will continue to do this unless we step up and we, we have some strength within who we are as a community and say, no, there are so many pastors who have blood on their hands yeah. promoting this. Yeah, That is the truth. And if your pastor did promote this vaccine, you had to hold him accountable. Look, it is what it is. You can repent and ask for forgiveness, and you should, because you were part of it. Newscasters who promoted the shot and lied on air. Rachel Maddow said no one had died from the shot that you five-year sentence or something like if you're promoting this you can be in a car and someone can go in there and rob the store and shoot that clerk and run out and you drive away and you didn't even know about it you'll get charged with the same crime right but we can allow the pharmaceutical company governments to kill millions of people and i'm that's not hyperbole millions have died from this shot and nothing zero
3: what no accountability
0: yeah. No accountability, but we—I have accountability to Jesus Christ, God our Father. He commanded us to do this, and 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 when you said they would get the persecuted, He told us we would be hated for His mercy. right. Yes. So, what are you doing to just get along? It's not, if 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 the apostles had that mindset, we would not even know who Jesus was. Period.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah highly encourage you to check out that interview it's on the Todd Coconato show Rumble Page and subscribe to our Rumble channel uh but you you'll you'll hear the the heart of these directors i mean it's a difficult job to sit here and have to present truth to people that really don't necessarily want to hear because it's so vulgar it's so demonic it's like you know so this is the challenge that pastors and remnant people have right now yeah is we have to present the truth. We have to present the the reality of the situation. But at the same time, so God is is preparing us to be thicker skinned, have strong faith, know how to get into our prayer closet, know how to get on our knees, know how to ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom, how to hear the voice of the Lord. We've got to hear the voice of the Lord. We've got to know how to do that. Um, We've got to know, um, you know, uh, how how we get up in the morning. Some people are dealing with such depression that they don't even want to get up out of bed. Or some other people are just putting themselves into the matrix because they don't want to know the reality. And I think that's very dangerous, except for, especially for a believer in Jesus. I know you just want to have fun or, you know, you're young and you're like, oh, this is too much, it's too heavy. But see, if we prepare our mind, body, spirit now and we just say, look, it's going to be tough, but there's going to be great things. We're going to have wins and divine appointments and favor and we're going to see people healed and set free and there's going to be major baptisms happening and a harvest and and we count those things joy and by the way we enjoy our family we're present in the moment we spend time at night I'm, i've never taken more time with the family than just recently at night where i just i literally am done with social media i just want to be with present i want to be present with them i want to enjoy the moment of my little daughter you know, playing with me. I want to enjoy, enjoy the moment. Be present in whatever situation you're in right now. If you're single, it doesn't matter. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy your singlehood, by the way. You're not going to be single forever. And later you're going to look back and there's going to be some fun things about being single that you're not able to do anymore. So it's not all bad. What I'm trying to tell you, whatever situation you're in right now, just enjoy it. Enjoy where you're at. Be present in the moment. Look at the macro and then look at your own life. The macro is crazy. The world is nuts. Thick skin, deeper relationship with the Lord than ever, not messing around anymore. You know, maybe when we were younger, we had that time where we could kind of mess around a little bit and uh, the world wasn't in the same situation as it is right now. But right now, the hour's late. I wouldn't be opening any doors personally because you're going to have to deal with that. Satan is looking to accuse He's, he's going to, he's going to use anything he can. But the thing is we remember what I was saying earlier, it looks good for a while. And then Satan lets them get destroyed with us. Sometimes it looks really difficult, but what happens? We are the end is victory. The end is good. And by the way, on the way there, there's a lot of amazing things because God takes us from glory to glory. So it's not doom and gloom. It's just reality. And the problem is we, as a church, we haven't been in reality. So I think that's been the problem. So there are solutions and uh, be encouraged, be strengthened in your faith, take time this week to get into the word of God, take time this week to get into the word of God, take time this week to get into prayer, listen to some messages, listen to some strong messages, you know, we do a Sunday service, tune in, you know, pastortod.org I mean, get yourself fortified, all right, we love you, we bless you. Hey everybody, Pastor Todd here. Look, we talk a lot about geopolitics on the show, and it's important to remind you that countries like Russia and China are fed up with the US dollar. They're moving to gold and other commodities to back their currency. Now, why would they do this? Well, because they're sick and tired of using the money that's controlled by demonic globalists. And to be honest with you, so am I. And that's why we are urging you to protect your savings with gold and silver. Gold and silver can't be printed out of thin air, it can't be manipulated to fund the wars halfway around the world while hardworking Americans are suffering here at home. So give our partner Gold Co. a call today and learn how you can protect your savings with gold and silver and see if you're eligible to get up to $10,000 in free silver. That sounds like a pretty good idea. Uh, I know that Gold Co. is a reputable company. I trust them. And you can call them today at 855-920-2943. Once again, that's 855-920-2943. And tell them that Pastor Todd sent you. God bless you. hey remnant warriors pastor todd here i want to share something very cool with you so many of you have been asking me you've been writing me you say pastor todd you look like you're losing weight what's going on are you sick are you okay it's intentional i've discovered something called superfoods and i want to tell you I, I did a fast recently i came off the fast i started talking to some naturopathic doctors and saying, what can I do to be in better shape? You know, what can I do? And they start telling me about these things called superfoods. So I want to share this with you. And this amazing woman that's actually a woman of God, and she's sponsoring this program, and she'll actually give you 15% off if you use the promo code Todd. So very, very cool. But let me just tell you. So first of all, number one, it activates your metabolism to burn stubborn fat. How many of you would like to burn stubborn fat? I know I would, especially around the stomach area. Okay. Number two, it crushes your cravings. I work late, sometimes 14, 15 hour days. Believe it or not, I get home and I'm shoving a bunch of bad food in my body. That's the worst thing that you can do, especially at night. And a lot of times it's because I have cravings. And so this is actually going to crush your cravings. It's going to help you maintain a healthy immune system function. That is unbelievable because the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit. And one of the things that we need to do is maintain a healthy body because the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So big deal there. Um, Fights temporary inflammation related to exercise. So if you are exercising, it will help fight the inflammation. If you're not exercising, but you're dealing with inflammation, it will also help in that area. It uh, supports improved digestion. Uh, Those of you that know, know digestion is a big deal, big deal. And that's a large part of why we have a lot of the issues that we do that even comes into some diseases. So we'll hear uh, Dr. Sherwood talk about this sometime soon. Another thing, it supports a feel-good mood. How many of you guys can be moody sometimes? A lot of that has to do with diet. So we want Remnant Warriors to be in shape, mind, body, spirit, good mood, exercising, healthy And by the way, eating good food, and that's exactly what this is. So if you go to EarthEchoFoods.com, EarthEchoFoods.com, and then at the end, it's a slash T-O-D-D. So EarthEchoFoods.com slash Todd, and you put in the promo code Todd, you're going to get an extra 15% off. So this is a great deal. It helps support this broadcast. It also helps in all the areas that I spoke about. And honestly, this is a good addiction. This is not a bad addiction. And it's not even that expensive. And it's all around promoting your mind, body, spirit. And the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So I wanted to share this with you. EarthEchoFoods.com slash Todd. Go there today. Help support the broadcast and get some great superfoods.